So welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. And I have actually finally um, got on a guest on. I know I've been saying it for months. I'm like, I'm get some guests, guys. And I've just, I just realized, you know what? You need to actually sort your shit out, Lucy, and get some guests on. And I've got an absolutely awesome guest today. And I'm really, really, really excited for this one. And I know I actually put it on my story a couple of days ago saying that I had her on. And I had a few replies like, oh, this is going to be epic. So, and I'm not just saying that to big you up and you know I genuinely got a few replies saying this is going to be awesome so I'm really excited to delve into this one for a couple of reasons one I followed Leanne for a while so it'd be really really nice to actually have a chat and you know get to know her more but also because it's a similar journey to myself and I think for most people who get into bodybuilding we start somewhere we don't just walk into the gym on day one and go bodybuilder yeah. you know we we start as a lifestyle we start just as a general person wanting to achieve something so Leanne welcome to the podcast I'm going to put you on the spot here because every single person that comes on the podcast you have to introduce yourself with three fun facts that people on the gram or the socials might not know about you so oh, the floor is yours God. three fun facts yeah, um okay this might not be a fact, but I used to be, um, well, I used to do gymnastics when I was little. And when I was practicing at home, I broke my collarbone. So I did a roly poly and broke my collarbone. Yeah. <laughs> that is something I've never spoken about. Um, that traumatic. Yeah. Honestly, it was so painful. My mum and dad did not believe me either. <laughs> so I was sat for like a full day and I was like, no, I'm serious. My collarbone's in serious pain. Oh, <laughs> Less than ideal. <laughs> uh, second fun fact, probably that I absolutely love a gig and a festival. Like they are, besides the gym, that is me. That is so me. Number three, uh, Oh, I don't know. Favourite animal? That's always a good shout. Favourite animal? Really strange. Probably a dinosaur. I have on my chargers, I have little dinosaur things that protect your wires. And that's the cutest thing. But that's a debate. Is a dinosaur technically an animal or is a dinosaur a dinosaur? Oh, that's actually Google. a very good question. I'll have to Google that one off the podcast. Oh, we can put like a little cue box up on Instagram. Because I don't know if it counts as an animal. Oh. Is it not its own? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I've got no idea. I've got I no idea. That's one to study well. later, isn't it? That's one for yeah. when you're um, wanting to pass the time doing your cardio. Let's have a go. Let's have a scroll on this one then. Okay. So to get started then, let's start with your journey into fitness. Because you didn't, like I said, you didn't just walk into the gym on day one and go, yeah I'm, I'm bodybuilding me um you started somewhere so what got you into the gym was it from your gymnastics background was it that you know you were going through teenage years and you said you want to change your body what got you into the, the fitness world so to speak so um I did gymnastics when I was young and then I went into dancing mm-hmm. till I was like 16 um so I was I've always been active when I was at school, I did PE, I did performing arts, like I was always active. And then obviously got to 18, got my first proper job, had no time for dancing, had no time for gymnastics and just, and I, I never got big. I never got like, I never put a lot of weight on, but I just got to the point where I just wasn't happy anymore. And you could tell that I wasn't very active. Um, 
So the first time I actually went to the gym was literally to get active again. It wasn't actually to lose weight. I remember signing up and thinking, I just want to do something that yeah. isn't work. Um, and obviously I was 18. So I went out like every weekend all the time. So I thought I need to do something. And then with that came, oh, actually I am losing some weight. I am getting a bit of shape, which then led to me unfortunately going the wrong way and wanting to be very small very slim knowing nothing about nutrition eating as little as I possibly could um I did so much cardio I can't even explain it I think I used to spend two hours in the gym so I would do 45 minutes on the cross trainer 45 minutes on the bike and then I would do some sort of class so like Zumba legs ones and chums or something yeah and then equally at home I had the Insanity DVDs so I did them I had like the Charlotte Crosby DVDs I was literally doing four or five hours of cardio slash really strange workouts a day wow yeah so that was not great. And then I remember I was doing all this because we were going on holiday. And then obviously, as you can imagine, I'd restricted that much that when I was on holiday, I ate everything, drank everything, and then came home and could not for the life of me get back into it. I hated the gym. The workout DVDs, they literally made me feel sick. Like I put them on and thought, I can't, like how? I used to do these every single day and I just can't do them anymore. So then I just fell out of love with everything and went straight back to how I used to be, put more weight on than I'd ever done in my life. Um, And then I got my second like proper job when I worked for the NHS. And so I was a little bit older. So how old was I? Like 21, I want to say. And I joined like an actual gym, an actual gym with weightlifting equipment and not just Stairmasters and cross trainers and stuff like that um that's when I made my Instagram um so the so the gym that I went to was this this woman owned it who was she was amazing she wasn't a bodybuilder but she was the first woman I'd ever seen with muscle Mm. um she really inspired me to to get into weightlifting and stuff and then so that's why I made the Instagram because I thought I can document this I can she documented it so I'm going to document it and then from there started following more and more people understanding fitness a bit more getting it understanding food um got to like I I basically got to a size eight so I was a size basically 14 got to a size eight just through my own going to the gym Mm. doing whatever um and then it was when I was a size eight I was just I was just slim I had no shape to me whatsoever and I remember thinking if I want to look like this woman who owns the gym I need to do something about it and then that's when I got my first ever coach and then from there has spiraled into now getting bodybuilder coach and going into bodybuilding amazing so how long were you with your first coach and what kind of things did you learn from that initial sort of you know I want to build muscle, but I don't really have a clue what Mm -hmm. to do to then obviously getting to a point where you actually realized that you wanted to take it that one step further. So kind of how did that transition occur? So my first coach was George Cooper, which I'm sure everybody knows. Um, And at the time, so she was doing a Ibiza prep. So she looked insane. She had so much muscle. And I thought, if I'm going to get a coach, I need somebody who 
looked the way I want to look, which isn't how you should pick your coach. But at the time when I didn't have a clue, that was how I did it. Um, and I was with her for a year. Um, I learned, I learned so much. I basically realized I knew nothing. Like I just used to go to the gym and do what I wanted to do. There was no structure. I just ate food that I thought was healthy. Um, and she just helped me learn it all. She, we, we started on like maintenance calories, which again was something I didn't understand. Cause I was like, what does that mean? Cause in my head I thought, so I'm not going to change them. She taught me all about that helped me see my physique grow uh then we got put into lockdown which was just great you're in a muscle building phase and then you get put into lockdown with no equipment um but we rode that out she really helped me we still pushed my food up she just helped me learn that you can eat food and grow at the same time even though I had next to no weight at home Mm. I think she just helped me just really love it and really love the gym and love the aspects of it and love the self-discipline and I just I feel like I just learned a lot with her like that was that was 2020 when I first got with her um and then it got to 2021 and I I was gutted that I was going to leave her but I knew I had to I think there was just I was going into the gym and thinking I want to challenge myself a little bit more and I would in my check-ins I'd be like I I need something more and bless her she was so helpful and she put we pushed my calories up to like super high I think when I was with her my calories got to like 3,000 so I was still like I was we were building muscle but again I was counting uh, calories I'd never really touched a meal plan and I just thought I'd nailed what she taught me I'd nailed it And I just thought, I can't, I don't think she can push me any more than she is. Like in the nicest way possible. That's just the way that her business worked. She couldn't have pushed me any further than what I needed. Um, And then when I left her, I got with my next coach who, it was a meal plan. It was, it was very, whoa, all in one. Like I was only allowed like one like can of monster which I know you should do anyway but it was very strict like yeah you can't have vulvic water you can't do this you can't do that and I very like holy shit like this is this is a big change essentially when you're with a lifestyle coach you can eat what you want as in moderation yeah um so it was just a very big change and going to a meal plan and not having that oh I fancy this today so I can have this and it I think I say it all the time and my coach at the time knows this. I think I jumped into it too soon. Yeah. I wish I'd have had a break to think to myself, do I actually want to go into bodybuilding? And being with that coach, I think jumping straight to it actually made me think to myself, I don't want to bodybuild because I I can't do it. I don't like it. I don't like the lifestyle of it. So I took time away. I was with him for like five months and we, we built some muscle. Like that was a surplus. That was a proper like bodybuilding surplus. I put loads of weight on whatever dieted down. Um, and I just thought I need some time away because I don't know what I want to do. I just don't know what I want to do at this point. Took time away. Um, and that time away, so I was growing my business. I had, I didn't have time to concentrate on myself basically um and then got to I think I coached myself for like three months then realized okay you need a coach even if you just get them for the accountability 
but in the back of my mind, I was still like, but I love body, but I love watching it. I love seeing bodybuilders. I basically live the life of bodybuilder because I still eat the same shit every day. I still go to the gym. I still, still do all of these things. Got with my coach and said to him, I don't know if I want to bodybuild. Please don't treat me like a bodybuilder. I just want a coach. And then the more I got into it with him, I thought, why not? Like this is literally, I think about it every single day. I follow shitloads of bodybuilders. I pretend to pose in the gym. Like I went to Ultra Flex and I would pretend to pose in the posing rooms. And I just thought, give it a go. And then now, now that it's, now that I've said I'm going to compete, I love it. Like every day, I love it. I love my food. I love my training. I love how hard it is. And yeah. That, that's basically the journey of having coaches <laughs> that's really interesting what point was it then sort of was it when you were with Georgie then that you realized that you enjoyed bodybuilding when you were saying you wanted to push yourself further was it mm-hmm. bodybuilding you wanted to do or was it just wanting to just go to another extreme what, what was it so I thought about bodybuilding and I spoke to Georgie about bodybuilding and she she said to me when I left, she said, you could compete one day and I, I see you competing. And I think because I had a lot of respect for her and I looked up to her a lot, <clears throat> that was the first time I thought, oh, maybe I could do it. And then the next coach that I went to, he said to me, I will never take you to stage. But I thought that's fine because I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I want stage. So we initially were just going to do a photo shoot and that was the idea. If I can do a photo shoot, if I can go into a surplus, if I can prep for a photo shoot, I can compete. But I just think I did it way too soon. I was also starting up my business. Yeah, I didn't know enough about bodybuilding. So like even bikini figure, I, I couldn't look at somebody and say, that's a bikini athlete, that's a figure athlete. Whereas yeah. now I'm like, well, yeah, it's quite obvious. I just knew nothing. So I think I just dived into it too quick. Mm. But like, whilst I was with him, I still thought to myself, I think I want to step on stage one day. I think I want to step on stage one day. And I would talk to my friends and I would say like, I think I want to compete. And they would say to me, so why are you not competing? But I think I just put that much pressure on myself that I then started to think, nah, this is not for me. Yeah. But then taking that time away was just what I needed to think, no, actually you do. Like you you love that, you yeah. love that lifestyle. So just go for it. Love that, amazing. You kind of touched on it a little bit. And I know we've had a conversation about this um, on Instagram about um, keeping things under wraps, but just for the people yeah. listening, then obviously now you've kind of said, I am going to compete. What are you sort of thinking future plans wise for yourself in terms of, do you think this is going to be just uh, give it a go one time? Do you see this being quite a long-term thing? What does the future hold for you in the world of fitness? So I know, so we, I'm not going to say when I'm going to compete just because in like me and you spoke on Instagram the other day, having that pressure, uh, like when I see people and they're like, I'm six weeks out, that gives me anxiety because I think, oh my god if that was me and then in six weeks time my coach turned around and said you're not ready for stage yeah I just don't want that extra pressure yeah I can imagine um worst feeling in the world I'll actually hands down say that showing up to an in-person check-in and us both just going no no you've done that with your photo shoot haven't you Oh, well, that's what happened. Yeah, we. I wasn't. Well, I wasn't really going for an in-person check-in. My friend was because she's competing, yeah. and okay. she said, "I'll oh, come down and we'll have a look anyway." And this was, I think, we were like two or three weeks out at that point. And yeah. 
we start, we're at the top of top off, putting in a sports bra, like not like full length, you know, bikini, but just like, you yeah, know, yeah, short yeah. sports bra. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, because of like, there's so many other things why, but I just don't look the way that I should be looking at this point and I'm not happy yeah. with it. And she was like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can understand why. Yeah. So we had the conversation and then moved it. But mm-hmm. again, it was almost that external pressure of, not just I'm disappointed, but I almost feel like I've let people down or yeah. you've got that external pressure because everyone around you is going, oh, I'm so excited for you. You've got two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So like I said to you, now I've kept it completely under wraps. I've literally yeah. told like a handful of people. Yeah. It feels so much better because it's like, there's no one I have to be proving because you're not proving yourself to anyone. Let's be real. You know, no one really cares. No. But deep down you have that especially with me, I was putting it everywhere. It was on my yeah. podcast, my Instagram, my yeah. community on YouTube. Yeah. So it was just always people were aware. And it's like, actually, do you know what? When you can just do it for you, and yeah. the only people that know are the people that you really need to know, like your best mates and your coach. Yeah. yeah. So much easier. So much easier. Especially yeah. as like, not, it's not my first time doing it, but I think especially when it is a first time as well. Yes. I think it's a really good yeah. shout. I really do. Yeah, I think I watched a video, I can't remember whose video it was, but they were saying that the pressure of people messaging them and saying like, oh, you're going to do amazing, you're going to be amazing, way too much. And then obviously... Yes. When it doesn't when, help. It yeah, doesn't that, help. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. She was like, it's actually in the nicest way possible, wish people didn't message her to say to say those things. Yeah, um, So yeah, I think that, I, I don't want to say when, but I met my coach this weekend, actually. Yeah. And we we have our goals. We know potentially when I will step on stage. And I think he, so he is amazing. And But he's he's so cutthroat. He won't bullshit me. Like, inst- he's already said to me now, if you were to step on stage, you'd look like, I would just wouldn't look great because I just don't yeah. have the muscle. Um, so we're, we're going into, we're going to be growing for the rest of this year. So I'm going to mm-hmm. do a very, very, very big, long off-season. can you call it off season when you've not competed i do i've got yeah. improvement season because improvement season. there's no days off in bodybuilding so it's not an yeah, off season it's improvement yeah. season, improvement season. <laughs> um and then i think i definitely want to do more than one show yeah i think if you're dieting down for that long absolutely go for it um and then i suppose it's just seeing seeing how we do like I don't have these thoughts of I want to win I I know in my head now I would love one day to like win an overall if, if we're because people keep saying to me oh do you want to go pro are you going to aim for Miss Olympia and all this and I'm like whoa I've not even done my first show yet like I've got no yeah. idea so for me right now my goal is like one day I would I would love to have a sword and my coach knows that as well so for, for me like that's my goal at the minute but again I might do one show and think absolutely this is not for me Mm -hmm. I don't do well on low food I mean I do but like it's going to be interesting to see how hard it gets I think yeah yeah you think you're going to keep it quite I mean obviously time things can change but when you actually go into the prep I think people obviously pick up that you're dieting so are you going to say you're on prep but then not say when or do you think it's going to yeah I think I will, I think I'll say when prep starts, but I won't say, like when I post my check-in updates, I won't be like 16 weeks out. I think I'll just be like, okay, week three of prep, so to speak, just so that people, because obviously people are going to see, people are going to know that I'm getting leaner and 
I probably start not posting as much, but I don't want that pressure of this is the day that I'm competing. No. Does that makes sense. It does. It does. I mean, people like me who know bodybuilding will probably be able to work it out. Cause like, right, she wants yeah. to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's doing this. She's probably about, cause there's someone on Instagram at the moment doing that. They've not disclosed um, their shows and they've yeah. got, got a decent following for this reason. They yeah. don't want external pressure. I worked yeah. out what show it was. I was like, right. Yeah. You're doing these three shows that are next to each other. These feds these dates. So yeah. realistically it's got to be this date, this date and this date. Yeah. Yeah. But that's another thing, like in the nicest way possible, the amount of, of people that follow me that aren't bodybuilders that will yeah. see, you look amazing and I appreciate it so much. And I know it's coming from the nicest place, <clears throat> but these people don't know the standards of bodybuilding. Absolutely. Which is why I think like, yeah, I just think people that don't really know what I need to look like telling me that I look good. Yeah. In for me actually won't do me any good absolutely I think I think this is probably actually why it's easier for some people who are a bodybuilding account to document it because the the responses they're going to get are from people who understand bodybuilding will be like yeah mate you're looking on point actually you know you're coming in too fast or whatever people like us who we're not bodybuilding accounts we bodybuild but we are lifestyle coaches we're just general quite normal not normal but you know people (laughs) yeah I've had it in this prep like obviously I don't want to get stage lean but I want to get beyond what the normal human would yeah. probably class as lean it's yeah, like exactly. i put a selfie the other day up in the gym and someone's like you look amazing you could do a shoot now i'm like mate no i couldn't <laughs> because yeah, yeah. they don't understand they what don't get it. we look because our off season to be fair mm-hmm. for like a normal person would probably be in shape yes but yeah, yeah. for bodybuilding it's yeah. a totally different ball game so like yeah, i said yeah. when you get in these messages from people going you're looking on point you're looking amazing it's like I am, if I was going to Ibiza or if I was you yeah. know, getting in shape for my wedding, I'd look blooming yeah. banging. Amazing. But it's a totally different ball game. Yeah. And when people don't understand it in the nicest way possible, mm-hmm. those comments, it's almost not insultive, that's the wrong way, but it just doesn't... Yeah, it, they're not helpful. It's almost like when your mum, isn't it? You and your mum are, oh, you look amazing. And it's like, yeah. you know I look like shit. You're just trying to be nice. Yeah. It's that kind yeah. of thing, isn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Amazing. Well, I'm really excited to watch it, um, you know, unfold um, over sort of the next few years. Yeah. And I think people will be interested as well because it is really cool to watch someone's journey from, you know, just yeah. a normal av- well, you know what I'm trying to say, just from yeah, lifestyle yeah. stage. I really, really enjoy watching that. Yeah. Um, and it is always interesting to watch because when you do it for the first time, it's like a totally different, mm-hmm. you know, you never go to that length you never go to that extreme and just yeah. see how people react and respond it's really really interesting yeah. got a few questions on um instagram if it's okay yeah. with you to run through um uh, mostly about sort of bodybuilding some are a bit more fun um yeah. but we'll go through these i just picked out a few so i think we've already kind of covered this but we'll we'll make sure that we have and it was yeah. was there a specific one thing that made you realize that you wanted to move away from lifestyle and transition to bodybuilding um I think in the nicest way possible, and I don't want this to come across negatively against my old coach, but I think there was one time when I like renewed my like program and I read it and thought, I can do, I, I can do this. I don't need somebody to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like, I was, I think there was just one check-in and I thought, 
I I could do this by myself. I could yeah. literally, I could do this by myself, but I knew that I didn't want to do Like I didn't want to just do this anymore. I think I was just bored of a standard lifestyle, so to speak, check-in and a lifestyle aspect to it because I was so disciplined and I was so like I would never like in the not trying to sound really big-headed but I would never come away from the plan ever and if I was going on like a night out I would track it I would make myself accountable and I think it was just that that last month with Georgie that I just thought I don't need this anymore I if I wanted to stay like this and I wanted to stay this kind of client I could do it myself so that was when I was like okay so push for something now because you know that you could probably do it if that makes sense yeah it makes perfect sense quite similar to myself actually yeah when I left I had like a PT coach who it was yeah. very lifestyle and I kind of got to a point like, but at this point I knew I wanted to do bodybuilding because I was surrounded yeah. by bodybuilders and I just yeah. I was a bit like you I was like I love her to bits and yeah like a breakup doesn't it when you go through oh god I cried so much I cried so I much cried as well. <laughs> um but I was like you I was like I want something more I want to mm. I want to be more meticulous because I do it anyway you know I'm meticulous yeah. and like stuff I want to be pushed yeah. I want to I want to take go yeah. to that lens and see what yeah. I can really do so yeah it's interesting that isn't it yeah that's it next question is not really related to um anything we've been talking about but I think it is as coaches I think it's something that we could cover and help out with so it's actually from one of my clients and she said okay. advice for bigger girls in the gym in terms of building confidence oh right okay I have a lot of my girls that are the same as this um I think you know if if you have a coach so if you're with Lucy for a start you've got your plan and what I say to my girls whenever they come to me and they're like I'm so anxious to go in the gym I always say get to the gym look at your plan and you don't have to walk into the gym and straight away get on a piece of kit if you have to sit in that toilet in that changing room for half an hour and look through your plan then so be it Mm um also just remember as well every single person is in the gym because they want to better themselves they are I I always people that go to the gym we are literally the most insecure people on the planet like because we all when I'm in the gym I look at my own physique and think oh my god I need to work on this I need to work on that I don't really care what anyone else is doing and I think when you're not when you're new to the gym or when you're a a bigger person, like your clients just said, I think it's very easy to think, I don't belong here. Yeah. But you've got to remember, everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. Like whoever you are looking at also walked into the gym for the first time at one point. And equally, you don't know what somebody used to look like. Like I didn't, when I walk into the gym, I didn't used to look like this. Oh my God, five years ago, I was, I, I had not a single bit of muscle mass on me but yeah it gets easier every single time that you walk in there I think for me as well I think what it comes down to is your your mindset so you it's all about that self-fulfilling prophecy if you think people are going to be looking at you every time you just catch someone you know because we all do it mid-set we also have a gander around and your eyes catch someone it happens you know it happens in Morrison's for Christ's sake yeah (laughs) and you're then going to see that as people are watching and looking at me yeah. rather than that dude over there is just having a scroll on Insta and just, you know, gazing in space. Like, there's a guy today in between sets and he was literally just kind of like, it's, he finishes set and then just staring at space. And yeah. I didn't take that personally. I'm like, he's just a bit, he's not quite with it, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if I had that mental perception of, 
I can't go in the gym because people are going to be staring at me for X, Y, and Z reason. Yeah. I'd have seen that as he's staring at me because of I don't belong here or I don't look good enough. So it's just that mental attitude to know that it happens everywhere. Next yeah. time you go to Morrison's, just out of interest, see how many people eyes you catch. They're yeah. not staring at you because thinking you don't belong in Morrison's, mate. It's just what happens. So yeah. you will choose to, to see what you want to see, if that makes sense. So yeah. try and get out of your own head. And this is when you just got to put your headphones on. Just put your yeah. headphones on, listen to Beyonce and just yeah. what anyone else thinks. Because do you actually care? That's the thing as well. Do you actually give a shit what this person you're probably never going to see again, who mm. is an absolute minger, let's be real, yeah. sweating, dripping, gross, has yeah. to say or think about you? Yeah, exactly. No, not all. I know I don't. I can't give a shit. No. <laughs> you will get that. You will eventually get to a point where it's like, I just don't. Yeah, you just don't care. Or if someone is actually being a complete, complete weirdo, which it does happen, it happens anywhere, yeah. you'll mm-hmm. have the confidence to go, what's your problem? Yeah. Like, yeah what's your problem? Yeah. And then usually they're like, oh, yeah <laughs> it's like you were staring at me um it happened in my old the old gym I went to there was a yeah. guy and he was he was watching my friend deadlift and she was doing sumo deadlift so you know it's yeah, yeah. a really nice bomb mm. and he was literally I kid you not just stood watching like this really so I I went I went you got a problem yeah yeah and that's acceptable and he was like oh no no I won't look him like mate your eye puff and her backside yeah straight yeah. line hun, straight line like you weren't even masking you weren't even doing the whole you know scrolling yeah 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 literally you were looking like, that's oh. not okay hon. that's not okay get out absolutely not <laughs> next question this is one that's got me thinking so when right. I read this I actually had to have a bit of a think and I still don't know and the question was the ultimate diet slash on a cup meal so I'm guessing the meal like the, the, the best meal that you could create when you are in a deficit um and I don't have a bloody clue I suppose it depends I remember when I counted my own calories Mm-hmm. My favourite meal used to be Greek yogurt with a scoop of whey and then some like cocoa pops or some sort of like light cereal and then strawberries on the other side. And then I would always get like the skinny food sources yeah. or like my protein flavour drops. That used to be my favourite meal because you yeah. can, the, the protein is absolutely amazing. You can make some volume with Greek yogurt and whey. You yeah, can exactly. really make yeah. some volume. And what you're doing at the moment, that hack with the freezing, it's a bloody game changer as well. Oh, yeah. If you are bodybuilder, whatever, eat like we do, oh, Greek yogurt, whey in the freezer. It's like ice cream. I mean, it, it probably is. isn't, but... It takes you longer to eat as well. Yeah, literally, yeah. Takes you longer to eat. And again, you can still add things to it. Like you can add things like, you know, frozen fruit and which is not very, very high calorie. And yeah, yeah, that's a brilliant one. I'm trying to think of mine. Because I'm on a meal plan at the moment. Everything, I've just, yeah, that's the thing. I'm probably going to say a really good meal that you can have that is really high volume. Well, you can Uh can make it bloody high volume for about Mm -hmm. two, 300 calories max. Mexican fajita salad bowls. So you just oh, yeah. load that shit with lettuce at the bottom. And then obviously you cook your chicken and you can do some veg as well in your fajita seasoning, which is just oh so good. Yeah. Then you use like a Greek yogurt or a lightest Philadelphia as your sour yeah. cream. Salsa's yeah. got naffal calories in it. And then if you've got the scope for a bit more calories, you could then add some avocado or some of that spicy Mexican rice. And I yeah. think even with the avocado and Mexican rice, I've done it for less than 400 calories. And yeah. you can make that mofo a big ass bowl like. Oh. 100%. That's pretty decent. Yeah. I can't think of another one. No, neither can I. 
Because I guess the thing is with dieting food, it's, it's usually just the same. It's just less. And then you can just yeah. make a few swaps. Like, have you ever used those um, butternut squash chips from Sainsbury's? They're pretty good. Yes, I have. They yeah, are so right. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like little things like that that you can just make swaps with. But yeah, I wouldn't say there's necessarily diet food and like bulky no, food. No. It's just quantities. And then certain things when you're dieting, like you wouldn't eat them when you're at the peak of a bulk. A massive salad would just be stupid because your appetite isn't high. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then when you're at the peak of a diet, mm-hmm. getting all of your calories from something very, very calorically dense, like I don't know, like eggs and avocado on like a bagel, which would be like, you know, six, seven hundred calories would yeah like because it's not really gonna fill you up is it so i guess that's that question answered yeah i can't think of anything else this is the thing talking to bodybuilders who are boring who eat the same shit every day (laughs) not very creative (laughs) with this sort of thing it's like with a greek yogurt in the freezer meal if one of our clients had that they'd probably be like what to be fair i've actually i did it and a couple of my clients copied me yeah this is the thing about whey protein, right? I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but it really, really grinds my gears. <laughs> I honestly don't see why people get like so like iffy about it because then the, the day, I think, honestly, I think more people should have it in the diets because it's so com- oh. you know, it's so versatile. You can do so much with it. Yeah. The benefits of a higher protein intake for even gen pop people is so good. So yeah. we're like, I put it on people's like suggested supplements. Like, is this normal bodybuilders have? Like, no, it's just, <laughs> just what people can have. And it's like right. we said, when you add it to Greek yogurt and stuff like that, Greek yogurt on its own is not great. Let's be real. Oh no, it's vile. Not no, great. no. You add a scoop away or half a scoop. Yeah, Texture is banging. Flavors, yeah. but oh, it's gone on such a tangent here. I think I'm missing Greek yogurt, don't you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm tired. laughs> okay, this is quite a good question actually. This last one uh, before yeah. my question, and um, yeah. this is the main difference between lifestyle and bodybuilding. And I don't know what my answer would be for this, but I'll let you go first. Okay, so I feel like. Talking from my own experience, yeah. when I was a lifestyle client, you don't have as much pressure, I think. There's no timeline to anything mm. that you are doing. If you can only get to the gym three times a week, that's fine. If you are going on a night out with your friends, that's fine. You know, yeah. there's things you can do. You can either go and enjoy yourself or you can like bank your calories, whatever. Um, you just don't have to be so rigid. It's more like building habits, I think, when you're a lifestyle client. Yeah. You know, making sure that you have that discipline to be like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk now. But equally, if you miss a thousand steps, you're not like, okay, your coach isn't going to give you a slap on your check-in. It's a thousand steps. And then I think with bodybuilding, I feel like it's the complete opposite. It is like you have, especially when it's prep, I suppose, is like you have to get those steps in. You've got yeah. 500 steps, oh, right, okay, go and do them. You can't be bothered to do your cardio. Mm, tough shit, you've got yeah, to cardio. You want, you know, your friends, you're going out with your friends and they're all drinking. Mm, tough shit, you've got to sit and have a Diet Coke or a water. And I think that's where lifestyle is just so more free-flowing yeah obviously you've still got to have that discipline about yourself and you can still say to your friends no actually I don't want to drink tonight equally it's not the end of the world if you come away ever so slightly whereas for us for example it is like if you tonight ordered a takeaway your coach is probably going to be like right Lucy what the fuck whereas if one of your clients checked in tomorrow and said Lucy I've had a takeaway it's like okay that's fine. What can we do for the rest of the week sort of thing? Yeah. 
absolutely it was i was going to say something similar it's that thing with lifestyle is ultimately you do have to be somewhat consistent otherwise you aren't going to get anywhere you have to have yeah. takeaway every night and miss your steps yeah. every single day absolutely. but it's that kind of let's see as you don't have to be 100 do you know what i mean like 70 80 is fine you know you miss yeah. a couple of things here and there it's fine i even put on my story this morning about a kind of on this topic like this morning i woke up i've not been sleeping very well and honestly this morning i felt like death yeah and I had to go do my fasted cardio because that is yeah. my tick box to do. Whereas yeah. if one of my clients had messaged me and said, Luce, this morning, I'm going to go do my cardio, but I've not been sleeping because of, you know, the kids or whatever, whatever the reason was. And yeah. I just feel terrible. I'd be like, that's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like rest yeah. up. Whereas with bodybuilding, yeah. it is a case of, doesn't matter how you feel. Obviously if you're ill, it's totally different. But it yeah. doesn't matter if you're a bit tired, you're a bit stressed, your schedule is stacked out. Yeah. The boxes get ticked. Yeah. It is kind of that all or nothing, isn't it really? Yeah. With bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's like, well, if you don't take your box, you aren't going to be your best. And it's all about yeah. optimizing everything. Yeah. Whereas lifestyle is trying to make things better. Yeah. Shaping healthy habits, doing what you need to do to be on the trajectory to where you want to be. Yeah. But if you aren't 100%, that's sound. It's fine. Yeah. 100%. Or not. If you're like Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's all the questions that people had. Now, just to wrap yeah. the podcast up, um, I'm going to go with my signature question. And I actually forgot that this was a signature question. This is how long it's been since <laughs> I've done a podcast. But it's a very important question. Okay. And this could very much make or break our, I'm going to call it a friendship because I feel like we're definitely getting towards that status oh, right God. now. Okay. Um, your crushed. favorite cereal. Oh. Right, okay. At the moment, it's golden nuggets. Okay. But, but, oh no, I think golden nuggets. Okay. What I'm going to go for? That's acceptable. Oh God, why? What's yours? Oh, it sounds really bad, but I've had, I've not really had like cereal in ages. Yeah. Um, I had it on my plan a little bit because of like low food volume, it was just Cocoa Pops, Rice Krispies, because you know, you get more for the calories. So that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. And puffed wheat. Oh my God, right. If you are on poverty calories and you want cereal, <laughs> have puffed wheat. You can have so much for like 15 grams is huge. It's amazing. Just saying. Um, but if calories weren't an option, I don't know if they do them all the time, but Aldi do these like seasonal cocoa and peanut butter balls. Now the macros are bloody horrendous oh. on them. Horrendous. Absolutely. Like, for like 10 grams of fat for a serving or something, it's stupid. Yeah. But oh my God, they are Amazing. incredible. But if I was just going to pick one, like if I fin- when I finish this and then I want to like post-workout cereal or what have you. Yeah. And she's going to go into Asda and pick one up. Lion Bar probably. Oh, good choice. I have just remembered curiously cinnamon i've not had that amazing so great that cereal. is nice that's so a nice one cereal yeah i know i know it's a really really boring one but i do i do generally think a good massive bowl of cocoa pops is you can't really yeah. eat it to be fair especially when you're really hungry you've oh. got an ice cold ice cold whey protein shake blend it with a <laughs> shit ton of ice <laughs> tell we're dieting Kai because we're getting so excited about blended protein shakes Jesus Christ but that pulled on to like a massive because you have a big yeah. big bowl you know like a mixing bowl yeah that is pretty satisfying yeah it really is I have to agree on that one we'll go with that that's an acceptable yeah. answer though I've had what someone, actually, someone actually said on a previous episode I can't remember who it was rice krispies and I literally just wanted to disown the whole podcast absolutely not <laughs> who exactly. picks that as your favorite oh no we might have cornflakes or something worse it's like that is just oh no no it's like cheerios as well i don't get them they're all right uh are they though the honey ones 
honeymoon. Like my dad, whenever I, when I lived at home, all he had was fruit and fiber. I was like, why, what? dad? That's so trash. I, was, I like it. I'm like, but it's so. I'm on the bran flakes, and they're just like these are the most yeah, deadliest. Oh god! I used to live off of bran flakes. They're why? So bad. They're disgusting. Why? It's real. What a podcast ending, right? <laughs> Uh, what a way to end it but I think that brings us on to that's everything covered really because we talked about the journey with fitness bodybuilding future plans we've answered all the questions is there Mm -hmm. anything you want to end the podcast on anything that we've not covered any sort of motivational quotes or things for the people are you happy to just I suppose seeing as we're lifestyle coaches I suppose biggest thing is to not look at what we do Mm. and just because we are your coach or you like what we do think that you also have to do it absolutely I, I like that one that's a really good ending that's another reason why I've stopped documenting it as well yes what I'm doing yep. because with prep extremes which I kind of I'm getting into the realms of yeah I don't want anyone to think that this is what's needed to look banging because it's bloody not it's my not first awful. ever cut that I did as a lifestyle client Mm-hmm. I mean I didn't stick to the plan I took it too far that's a whole other story but yeah. it was done with flexible dieting it wasn't yeah. cardio every day yeah it can be done so yeah, yeah. if you want to do it and you want to be like us that's cool but if you yeah. don't don't yeah you don't have to be be who you want to be be your own person yeah. bang on absolutely get that on a t-shirt <laughs> love that brilliant but thank you so much for your time i've really enjoyed this podcast um as well you've always got to end on this so if people have listened to this um (laughs) and they don't really know who you are this is the first time they've come across you where can they find you on like socials and stuff so my instagram is leanne underscore fitness uk um and i am well i'm on there all day every day to be honest so you won't miss me (laughs) he's good to follow it's all just like food and fitness and stuff so if you're interested in that vibe definitely go give it a follow i'll leave it in the um i don't know why i'm showing you because most people will be listening but i will leave it in the um the description in the comments so if you can't be bothered to actually you know type that yourself all you have to do is literally copy and paste so don't be lazy go give her a follow be nice be kind (laughs) <laughs> all that jazz but we'll wrap that one up here thank you so much for listening everyone and we'll see you on next well i will leanne will probably be back at some point but not next week um on next week's episode <laughs>